Hey, this is Carmen Rogers, and you're listening to DJ Rome on Psychotic Bump School, the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. Coming down, I never really found love. Stuck in the rut, did not know I could WGTheTruth.com's program is called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome, and I'm just chopping it up with our next guest, ladies and gentlemen. This good sister's voice has been all over some of our favorite tracks in Neil's soul. She's recorded with the amazing Nicolay Infante of Foreign Exchange, and she's got her own thing going on as well. And uh, I'm just already having a blast with her, so I'm happy to introduce her to you tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for the very first time to Psychotic Bump School, our good sister, Carmen Rogers. Carmen, are you there? <laughs> I am. Thank you, Rome. This has already been a lot of fun. Literally, the behind the scenes combo that was taking a place. So I'm just excited to be able to continue. This is great. (laughs) It's a pleasure to meet you. And the reason why it's been so enjoyable for me is that I realized, you know, just recently that we actually know a lot of the same people already. You know, obviously, I love it. Oh, shout out to Miranda. Amazing. Cy Smith is a very good friend of mine from out here in California. Uh, My boo. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the homie right there. And I see some of your work in the past. You've you've done work with uh, the good brother Piranha Head out of Detroit. So you and I know each other far better than we think. And, oh, wow. Uh, so, I love that. And, you know, good people create a smaller world. So, you know, I, I feel like it, you know, good people tend to to travel in, in tribes in some ways. And so yes. Piranha Head, such a brilliant, brilliant musician and yes. producer and arranger. And I've gotten to work with him in two capacities. You know, he arranged the strings on my project Stargazer. Um, wrote and composed and arranged and, and hired the musicians and just oh I cried like a baby the day of that session just it was it was incredible such a memorable day and then of course um, I worked with him and uh, Divinity when we did my mm-hmm. uh, one of my first house music joints called The Beauty of Life so yeah I've gotten to work with him like in a couple of different wow. different um, kind of environments. Wow. So the reason why we were talking off uh, line, ladies and gentlemen, we were talking about the process of writing. So you just talk about when you were doing that session or those sessions with Piranha Head, it made you cry. What would make Carmen Rogers cry? I mean, to, to be a really in-depth writer, you've written a lot of songs. And so yeah. we were talking about some of the writing endeavors you're taking on now. So what is it like to tap into that emotion in order to emote it and feel it strongly to such a degree that you're able to capture it almost precisely onto paper or in song lyrics you know what is what is that experience like for you oh boy well one I actually love crying like it's one of my 
favorite things to do. Um, and, and what's interesting is I used to love crying. Like I would love to watch a sad movie and mm. it would make me cry. So it would be like an external thing. Mm. Um, but recently I would say in the past few years, I've tapped more into just being moved by, uh, you know, my own growth or things that have changed in my life or things that hit a little bit more closely to home versus things that are just kind of external, like, oh, you know, that's someone else's story and oh, how that touches me. But mm -hmm. now I, I actually enjoy the feeling of just being moved inside and, and vulnerability and, and, mm -hmm. and change and joy and, and all of those things and just being able to kind of experience the full kind of human experience, which is kind of how I got to even Hello Human as a title for my last project. Nice. But <laughs> I see but, what you did there. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, I I really love digging deep and and lyrics are some is is the the way that I tend to get there the quickest. You know, mm. I I feel that I can surrender mm. when I'm writing in a way that I have, I don't necessarily surrender in some other areas of my life of, you Where? know, just trying to be more open and more vulnerable. Um, when I write, um, it tends to be the most, most open I am. Wow. Now, see, yeah. when you talk about uh, the work with Piranha Head, I mean, he, I know he's, I know a little something about him. That, that's a classically trained cat. He knows what he's doing. And if he did some strings for you, I'm sure it was beautiful because that, that's just how that brother gets down. But when you talk about just accessing that kind of emotion and just thinking about D'Angelo's performance over the weekend with the verses and how yeah. it sends sisters just swooning, you know, it's like, <laughs> untitled, you know, you're not gonna get out of here without doing untitled. And so- of course, Right, he, he yeah. almost did. I was he like, what? Did, like, say, hey, you better rewind it back, brother. But there's <laughs> something about that vulnerability that he displayed way back then with that yeah. video that people still remember to this day. But you talk about the vulnerability too. So. To, to literally strip emotionally naked like that, you're saying for you, that is the best place for you to, you know, sort of be the, the genesis of your creativity. Is it always that process or is there another way you can get there that you've discovered? You know, I, I think uh, I think feeling the feels is another way I get there as well. And, yes. um, you know, I, I'm a human being and so I have experienced all of the emotions, you know, I've experienced, you know, love and a broken heart and, you know, um, regret from making, you know, a bad decision and trying to make it better and being on the receiving end of bad decisions and that person trying mm. to make it better and, and, um, and then failure, you know, success, mm. um, uh, growth or realizing, you know, that you want more. Like i everything I just said actually pretty much nails a subject on a song on the project because mm -hmm. I really, including the closing song, which is literally about um, realizing that you've been lying to yourself about what you really desire and just going on and owning that you want more than what you said you've been wanting, you know? And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people do it. Um, I think women do it often. I think black do it, women do it 
very often, you know, oh, I'm good being single, I'm good, you know, or, or, you know, I, um, this job is fine, you know, I don't need to start my own company, or, you know, I, you know, or this job is fine, I don't need to go back and finish school, you know, I just think about, you know, because you think that you're actually going to fail at it, so you say that you're okay with where you are, um, because you're, yeah, so I, so that's something that I challenge myself with the writing of this particular song, the, the closing song on the project called Say So. Literally, I was writing that song and crying and crying because I, I had to go on and be honest with myself about some things as I was writing the lyrics. And I said, this song could pro- possibly like break some chains and people have some freedom that they did not know that they could have experienced just by saying the words. And so, um, and just what freedom is like, you know, words can, how powerful words are and that words have life. And just Mm -hmm. sometimes saying the words can make the thing so. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so I, so yeah, it can be writing, but also sometimes I just have to make a decision to feel the feels. Absolutely. all the feelings not go around the feeling go through the feeling and yeah. um and usually if i'm able to do that then there's a breakthrough on the other side and, and a lot of times those breakthroughs also show up creatively oh how about that yeah i was listening to the lyrics of that and the the, the lyrics are very declarative i mean it's like it's almost like uh, our good friend dr chase moore he said you, you know you you name it to tame it because if you can identify it that's a good first step. And then uh, being able to affirm it over and over again to yourself, finally, once you accept it, it it's, it's very uh, life-giving. And <sighs> like yeah. permission to feel it and do it, right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, we were talking earlier just about writing and, and it's just something, writing I, I, I didn't realize brought me as much joy as recently, you know, uh, you know, expanding and doing some writing projects outside of music and, uh, you know, kind of dipping my toe into possibly doing some writing and creating for a TV. Um, And it's been really, really cool just to explore Mm -hmm. um, ideas and and see those ideas come to life on paper. And and so, yeah, this has been a very interesting journey. And if anything, if we haven't learned anything from 2020, I think it's how t- how valuable time is oh, yeah. and how short it is. And so it's just really like, if you're not going to do it now, when is it going to happen? Absolutely. Now you're down yeah. south right now, or I know you, you've been, you've lived in a few different places, but currently you're based out of where? I'm in New York. I've actually been in Brooklyn for now going on six years. Yes. Um, Yeah, I was, of course, you know, born in Mississippi, raised in Texas, Dallas specifically, and lived in Atlanta for several years. And then I moved to New York a few years ago, and I'm here in Bed-Stuy, do or die. Do or die. (laughs) Yes. I, I love this latest project you have, Hello Human Volume 1. Thank you. Um, we've already been sort of um, spilling the tea on that a little bit because uh, say <laughs> so I was leading up to that. But yeah, you you really captured the feels with that one. Um, I want to talk about a few of the other tracks on here too. No good. Uh, <laughs> I love no good. I'm wondering what makes you chuckle about that because 
lyrics of that. Oh that's gosh, like, that's, that's like that the song, song is... right there. That's like the one like I can never take the place of your man, like Prince. It's like you know what I I I am what I am, and I'm just holding you back from what you could be getting. But what what how what went into writing the song No Good off of a uh, Hello Human? Can you talk to us about that a little bit? I sure can. So No Good, I chuckle about it because that song. I, I is my attempt at being clever you know I I really I try to be thoughtful with songwriting and no good um I wanted to kind of turn over the whole trope of the the uh usually the the dude is the one telling to the woman like you know I can't be that person for you but you know if you want to go for it you know, proceed with caution, you know, but I'm, I'm already telling you that I, what, that what I can't do for you or what I can't provide you, but I maybe can provide you a good time. Right. Um, (laughs) And, and that is usually coming from a man's perspective. So I just wanted to turn that over on its head uh, and have a woman saying this to a man, like, I, I know you think I'm the one and, and you have literally bet the entire house on me. And I'm letting you know that it's a bad idea. And, but I mean, I've told you, so if you want to go for it, you know, at your own risk, you're, you're on your own. And so it's just kind of, uh, it's, and I'm singing it quite sweetly, um, a song that's literally, you know, can, is breaking him into possibly a million little pieces. So, um, and, and I wrote it also because there are just times that if we really think about, we were not in a condition to be in a romantic, serious, committed relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and we weren't honest about it. Wow. We, we proceeded to continue in that relationship because of what we were receiving and how we were feeling and how that person was making us feel. And it, it was really, really selfish to do that. And, mm-hmm. um, And so I wanted to say, like, I'm not saying that this person still isn't kind of (laughs) trash, but but the person is trying to be honest about where they stand. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They really are. They're trying to say, I'm no good for you. I'm no good for you. I'm no good for you. But you keep trying. I'm like, okay. I, but I tried to tell you. I know, but so, what, yeah. what what does okay mean? That means you're not feeling the situation to the same extent the guy is, right? But you're kind of letting them down easy, like Ronnie Isley. It's like, let me down easy kind of thing. Or I'm giving you a way out because I'm telling you up front what it is. And it's like, if you want to listen or not, right? <laughs> it's absolutely, I'm giving you a way out. And I'm telling you that you can't hang your hat on this as a relationship. And this could be a situation, and as grownups, we can have these honest conversations that we've had casual relationships um, where we've told the individual that, you know, um, I just want to have fun or, you know, I, I, you know, I just want to date, but I'm not, I don't want anything serious. And mm-hmm. this person believes that they can show you that they are the best thing. And so that will change your mind that, you know, they can love you enough. They can love you enough for the two of them, or, mm-hmm. or they can show you how you'd be missing out on this good thing and that they're going to be able to change your position or your disposition. Mm-hmm. I, I, and how often that that does not happen, that usually a person tells you the truth upfront and that usually doesn't change. I know, but Carmen, come on. I mean, you know, you're talking to a fellow brother here. I mean, 
you know how it is when the the brothers just kind of hang on it's like especially the good brothers out there if they see something that they they like yeah it's not easy conquer the truth well i mean there has to be chemistry because sometimes people just are not into you you know despite your best yes it's nothing personal but when you're young everything feels personal right but like you said we grown folks here we can have these adult conversations and it can even be complicated conversations you know along the way and our lives are very nuanced right i mean i might i might be willing and okay to put up with this for a little while because I've been honest, but I'm just letting you know, I've been honest. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I know that, you know, and, and you're speaking as a man and a man will have his sights on this woman and say, and it's a conquer situation. <sighs> but I believe that with both men and women, men, and I, and this is something I've argued before, people usually tell you where they stand very early on. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they tend to then massage that language mm-hmm. over time to make the other person feel better. Oh, wow. But usually at the very beginning, people tell you where they stand that, you know, I'm a workaholic, don't have a lot of time for relationships, but every once in a while, I like to have a good time. Right. But now because they are having a good time with you and you are catching feelings, get it? Catching feelings. Um, And so they and so now they are like, you know, well, they start saying things and doing things to protect your feelings, Mm. but they still haven't changed their position. And so it ends up prolonging a situation that could have been a temporary fun time that had a natural course ending to it versus now it being convoluted because now all of a sudden they've tried to make you feel better mm. you've 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 um you know kind of uh, invested more on that on the other side because you think you can change this person's mind right. and then and now you're upset or he's upset or you're both upset because it comes crashing down um because we you bought into something that wasn't real when it was when when what it was was very clear up front but then it gets muddy uh when people don't stand their ground and so i only say that to say you know we could talk forever about relationships it's one of my That's favorite it. subjects but but i believe that i don't it, it doesn't matter how how much this person is going to try to show you <laughs> they're there are levels and sometimes a person is meant for a season or a reason and and it's and it just does not matter how great they appear to be or how much they try to show you Mm. if you're not in a position to receive that love or that companionship or just or you're you know or you don't have the bandwidth and that happens as well. Some people don't have the bandwidth for a relationship oh, when they meet a certain person. Absolutely. Sometimes it's just timing. See, well, uh, I definitely want to talk about another track, but you know, <laughs> I, I think you and I have both been around long enough to remember the movie Purple Rain, right? Oh yes. You know, I didn't see it till I was older, but yes. <laughs> but see, but you've seen it now, so you remember that. But scene. I've seen it now. Yes, I have. <laughs> okay, so I'm certain that you remember the scene when Morris Day is at the uh, the nightclub and Prince has is not come out on stage yet, but he's he's spreading it on thick, trying to win yes. over Apollonia, and he's yes, he is. saying, "I don't know about it was something in this drink, baby, but I'm gonna make you love me." <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, just thirsty with it. But thirsty. You know, it's like, it, it's just not going to work. She wasn't really having it. She wasn't into him. And there was almost nothing he could do about it. But this is case. And there was nothing. And, and you know what sometimes people will do is they'll say, you know what? I'm bored. So I'll uh, take that date. Or they'll say, you know what? Uh, I guess I could go on and give this a chance when their heart and their mind has already told them that it's not a good match. Wow. And sometimes it's just not a good fit. Yeah. And sometimes it's only a fit for one or two things. Sometimes it's and not a fit it. for the complete package. And that's so, okay. And that's okay. That's because, okay. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> so long as we're honest about it and we can acknowledge that, that that's what's going on, you know, you'll put, because guys, we get into that situation too. It's like, we might not be feeling y'all, but we might put up with it if you, if you cook well, or if, if you dress oh, a certain kind of- It's so practice, true. You know, we'll put it's up so with it for true. a little while. You know what I'm saying? And that's all because right. It's me because it's meeting a need. Yes. It's meeting yes. a need. And if you have someone that's willing to continue meeting a need or a couple of needs, you will continue receiving. Um, and But that's where it can get really, really murky. And that's where it can get um, um, where people's feelings come into the picture. Because if you're not being clear with this person that I'm not looking for anything serious, that this is a situation where we... I, we're enjoying each other's company and mm -hmm. I am enjoying doing what I do for you. And I'm enjoying the things that you do for me, but I'm still not looking for a committed long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. If that's not being made clear, I think, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. it's going to probably go down in flames. And I know that sometimes it's hard to say those words when yeah. someone is making you feel good. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have uh, had a guest on, uh, her name is Tamika Michelle, and she taught me the phrase, uh, the relationship completed. Because sometimes we come out of a situation where we feel it was a breakup, it was brutal, and yeah. we broke up. It went down in flames. And the way she framed the, the course of uh, you know a season ending, it's like it completed. So now we're on to something else. And I'm like- I love that. I oh my gosh. That. I can deal with that. I can handle that. That makes me feel a little bit better. You have a song on your album, Hello Human, called Catching Feelings. And again and again, uh, some more work you've done with Nicolay of the Foreign Exchange. Um, yes. Man, that is uh, quite a collaboration you have found with uh, Nicolay. And um, you are, again, responsible for writing the lyrics here. So what can you tell us about uh, Again and Again? Uh, or catching feelings. I'm, I'm curious about both. We've been talking about catching some feelings. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, to first talk about again and again, because that's the that's the track that Nicolay produced. And one, it was just such a pleasure working with him in this, it, just in this way, because Nicolay and I have worked together for years mm -hmm. as the Foreign Exchange. So all the songs that I've written with him previously have been for the Foreign Exchange, um, including one of my one of my last songs that favorite songs that I've written for the Foreign Exchange was Shelter, um, and it was me, Fonte, uh, and Nicolay. And that's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. It's just a beautiful song, and it was on the uh, the Foreign Exchange compilation project that that we did with Real People. But this was the first time I. Got Got to work with him as Carmen Rogers the artist like just as a solo artist Carmen Rogers yes. and when I tell you he put his foot in that track like beautiful. it is so lush yes. and beautiful and 
then it's and the, it's just this has a soundscape that feels mm-hmm. so good and then it has that shift at the end with the drum and bass like it's literally everything that I could have asked for in a song because it literally has two movements that song's almost seven minutes long mm-hmm. so it gives you everything you want and more and and lyrically like the song I wanted I wanted to have a song about being sensual and being in intimacy without it being like on the nose sex <laughs> you know mm-hmm. because the song is it is about sex but it's not just about sex it's about someone who you're literally surrendering surrendering to completely and that you feel so comfortable with this person that you feel that they can see through you that they can see you to the point that they can see all the way through you that that's how much that's how transparent you can be with them that's how you feel like you can be that open and that vulnerable with this person that they can see all the way through you and that you will and that you can surrender to that and if you are surrendering to that just how that makes you feel being with that person and so that's what I wanted to to really go for is the 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 sensuality the intimacy the 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 the, yes the sex but really Mm -hmm. just the feeling from it more than the act it's the feeling uh so so yeah so that's what that is um I, I love that song so much um, and you know, people really heard it and they gravitate to it. I'm excited that it's being picked up that, you know, I really, we did it as a single really for internet, but radio is actually starting to pick it up, including, um, it actually premiered last week on XM radio's heart and soul. So it's exciting to see mm-hmm. that that song is going to, I think, have a life of its own, whether, you know, regardless. So that's exciting, you know, to see. But um, but then we have Catching Feelings, which is a song that I wrote um, with a a new production team, or I shouldn't say, but they are new, new young production team from my hometown in Dallas and um, called JRJ Music. It's uh, Justin Lyons and um, uh, J.R. Simpson. And they came together and, Actually, they did no good. Uh, They produced no good. And Catching Feelings was a song literally that came out of a conversation about no good. We were sitting in the studio talking about when people aren't honest about how they feel and what that looks like when, when people go into casual relationships, what that looks like when people aren't honest that their feelings, that someone's feelings shifted because often someone's feelings do. Even if it's, two people going casual, it's rare that if it lasts past a certain point that someone doesn't catch feelings because there's a reason you were attracted to the person in the first place. So why can't that end up growing into being more than just something that's carnal or just physical, right? Mm -hmm. And so we were just having a conversation about that in the studio and Justin was playing his guitar and I was like, whoa, what's that? Play that line again. And I started humming and then I just wrote the song right there. And so that's how we got to catching feelings because I really wanted to talk about, you know, it's almost the, it's almost no good turned over on its head because it's mm. now it's the person who's saying, I entered into the situation that I thought was short term. And now I think I want to stay. And I don't know if this person will ever feel the same way I do. Mm. Wow. And now I'm imagining us both really deep diving, but I don't think this person will ever be able to reciprocate that. So what do I do with these feelings now? Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. That's heavy. That's yeah. Heavy. Because it's one thing. A lot of us have been there where we've we been have. on one side. Like it's the person has, it's a love unrequited. We have, well, yeah. I think, I don't know anybody that hasn't been there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true because you can be humming right along and then the you'll, you'll turn that key backward if you have a, a key or a, a car with an ignition key. Or yes. But you, you turn that key backward and you're still dieseling. You know, if you have the fuel, and so what? Did, what do you do when you can't simmer? You can't. You turned it off, or the situation has been turned off, figuratively, of course. But you're still idling, and you, yeah. you're not done yet. You're you're, 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 yep. you're complete. You know, it's one thing for someone to break up with you, but do you break up with them? I mean, <laughs> what is yeah. that? Wow, yeah. we, we got to have you back just to talk about mental health and psychology uh, and all the relationships. This is more about that than music. I mean, talk you, about you, human. Oh, my God. Well, well, Ron, one thing is what you may not know is that my degree is in music and psychology. So <laughs> see, see, you just answered every single question I have on my mind that I didn't ask you with that one statement of your uh, educational background in psychology. <laughs> you answered everything. Carmen, it's so good to have you here. What's the best way for people to find this project, find you, and keep up with your work? Tap in with me online. I respond. Um, you know, I like to stay connected to, you know, the people that have brought me this far and then all my new fans that are just getting to know me now. So please, you know, reach out to me at Carmen Rogers or IamCarmenRogers.com. Well, that's our show, y'all. Psychotic Bump School is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. We shall return next week. Also want to thank our very special guest for the evening, Dr. Candice Lane, Dr. C, Art and Arissa Harris, Kyra Christian, Dr. Chase Moore, and of course, the incredible Carmen Rogers. Also want to send a very special shout out to Frank Starks, the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care.